Welcome to the Patrick Tremont Show. Hi, everyone. I have a wonderful guest today that I have been waiting for to come into the studio, and she is actually here. She is a Arthur, or you can call her a writer, or whatever, but I'm going to tell you this. You're going to love her book. It's called A Love Like That, and I have in the studio today um, Elizabeth D. Casey. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me on the show. Oh, my God. I'm, I've been waiting for you to come. That's so exciting to have you here. And I just want to talk about, like, let me tell you something about this book cover. Okay? You have this hunky cowboy with a cowboy hat. Now, who doesn't like that, right? So, it's like he's on the cover, and it is a, is it a romance novel? It is a romance novel, and it um, is has a lot of action in it. It's a very clean read, if you like a clean read novel, and it's got a lot of action and a little bit of craziness yeah. and a lot of love. Kind of, Is it sort of like Yellowstone-ish? You know how that TV show is? Would you kind of say it's like Yellowstone in a way, but more romance and not so much, you know cowboy um crime no well there is some crime but it's not i wouldn't call it like yellowstone, yellowstone. no okay okay so it's like a romance novel but yet mm-hmm. it's it's clean it's good it's nice i've been kind of like uh you know already kind of started reading some of it and I haven't got all the way through and um of course you know my my uh timing is always crazy with my life but i've been really interested in how um rebecca that's her name in the book right yes how she finds this uh this uh, cowboy named luca luca what is it lucas lucas yes lucas he is absolutely great now is that him on the cover that is him on the cover yeah that is my lucas Hmm. okay well let me tell you what we're gonna get into that because lucas is a nice looking cowboy and he's uh you know gonna be there now what does rebecca look like do we have i haven't seen a picture of her so do, is that is she supposed to be like a mystery in a way or no she is uh a blonde the blonde goddess yeah blonde hair you know uh green eyes very um petite mm-hmm. um and she has to learn to overcome tragedy ah okay so the book is really based on her life right and the things that she has to overcome in order to um what find herself ah see now i like that see now that that's really good because this is like a more of a women women uh empowering book yes is it really okay now you've told me that this is actually your first one in a series of these it is it's the number one and uh three so there's gonna be a trilogy Okay, and so now this one's already out on Amazon, right? It is. It's out on Amazon. It came out in November. Mm, okay. Well, it's doing great. So from what I understand, it's doing really, really good. I'm very happy for you. I think this is so interesting. And um, so now when the second one comes out, um, I don't give away all the details, but I know you told me that's supposed to be in March. That will be in March. Yes. yes. Okay. So they so for the readers who do not have this book yet, you can go ahead and... Now now it's it's through paperback and also ebook, e-book right? Yes. Okay. So all they have to do is look you up. Now your name is spelled. Um, now this is your pen name, right? It is my pen name. Yes. Okay. Now why did you choose a pen name? 
Like, how's all that work? See, well, I'm not I'm not a writer. You know, I'm just a talker. So you're going to have to educate me a little bit here. So when you when you choose a pen name, how do you choose the pen name and why? Well, that's um, different for everybody. But I uh, write in different genres, so I wanted to keep my each genre different with a different pen name. And for this particular one, because of the basis of the books, I wanted my name to actually mean something. Mm-hmm. So I, um, I'm a little bit of a family historian. So I trace my family back to the 1700s and we originate from Scotland. So I wanted to have some Scottish meanings to my name. So that's how I picked that name. Wow. Yep. Okay. That's a ho- Am I saying it right? Elizabeth D. Casey. Yeah, yeah. Elizabeth. Okay. Elizabeth. Yeah. It's a form of Elizabeth. Okay. But you're taking off the E. <clears throat> yes. You're just saying Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's your pen name. Very clever. I like the research and things like See, I like whenever I'm meeting new people and stuff. Like, where are they actually coming up with, you know, the names or the titles of, of, the, of a book or whatever their project mm-hmm. is doing or whatever? How do they even, you know, come across all that? So you actually got it from your heritage yes yeah that's that's cool i mean that's research right Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. most people just pick like you know what looks good on the cover what looks good on the cover like jane smith you know Mm -hmm. what i mean but you're no jane smith no no you got you know down and did the research that's wonderful now your real name though is can we tell it do you want me to say it okay yeah it's wendy ard Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. okay so now that's totally different Yes. Okay. Now, what's Wendy Yard? What heritage is that? Cajun. Cajun. Redneck Coonass. Is that what it is? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, Wendy Yard's good. That could have yes. been uh, that could have been on the cover as well. Actually, that's coming. What? For the next series. Oh, my goodness. Girl, see, now you are all kinds of mystery. Mm-hmm. Right. I like that. Mm-hmm. You kind of keep people guessing. I try to. Yeah. That's wonderful. How exciting. Okay, now, so you've already got this book, and it's called A Love Like That. Mm-hmm. Now, what inspired you to write this book, and what does that title mean to you whenever you were writing the book? Did you already have the title, or did you or did you go ahead and do the, you know, you wrote the whole book, and then you choose the title? How does well, this work? the title chose me. Mm. basically so i've always loved i always like to read i read all the time and and i started this as a hobby when my kids were little so and it's kind of like an escape or you know someplace i can just go in my mind and just relax and forget about the craziness of the world and i just started writing when my kids were little i would just you know sit outside watch them play or We'd go camping, and I would sit and write, and before I know it, I have a whole book, and it would just sit in a notebook mm-hmm. in a drawer for years. So I actually started writing this particular story probably 30 years ago. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Now, whenever a time duration like that happens, mm-hmm. okay, now what made you get it out of the drawer after 30 years and finish it and then have it published? Like, was there a particular reason why that this did it or because now you're on the writing train Mm -hmm. i mean you've got books coming out you've got all this creativity happening so was it i mean um i'm sure that life just gets ahead of you right so not not digging too personal but you know and going into all that but i guess that's what it was yeah i think that um like i'm in a 
period in my life where, you know, I'm searching for something new, Mm -hmm. something different. And, you know, and my faith drives me a lot, too. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's a huge part of it, because this was not my original way I wanted to go. Mm -hmm. Um, I had some other books in mind, but this kind of took a life of its own. And, you know, and I was just cleaning out junk, (laughs) yeah. you know, and then I come across all these and I'm, you know, it kind of like sparked something new in me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, let's go with it. Kind of like a, kind of like a God wink. Yes, exactly. And so you had this story mm-hmm. already done in a, in a, in a Partly, pr- yes. pretty much, mm-hmm. and then you kind of brought it out yes. of the darkness mm-hmm. and kind of revamped it a little bit, but kind of made it more faith based or add, mm-hmm. or added some extra stuff to it or whatever, right. and kind of just switched it all about. See, it's funny. Because when people start doing something, a project that they've done, and then all of a sudden they dig it out, you know, a while back, it's not what your first thought was from years ago. Correct. Yeah. Isn't that something? Mm-hmm. So it, it's like, um, what is it? I guess we're all growing. Mm-hmm. That's what yeah. it is. It's about growth, right? Personal yeah. growth. Mm-hmm. Well, I am so happy for you, and um, and I'm I'm I've already started, but I haven't got through it yet. So please forgive me. But I'm gonna tell you right now, from what I know of it and what I'm reading, it is great. And I mean, so now this is where I want to kind of dig a little deep. Okay. okay? I'm trying to figure out where does this kind of creativity is not just taught, you know, it's just not either you have it or you don't, you know, it's kind of like a dancer. They can get out there. Some people can take tap forever, but they still can't get on the beat. Right. And they, you know. And I can't dance. (laughs) (laughs) Well, but you can actually write. Right. So everybody has this creative outlet, right? They do. So Mm -hmm. for you, what I want to know is, where did this creativity start? Like, how did you always know that you were, um, you know, special in that? you know, in that area? Did you, were you always a great storyteller as a kid around the campfire? Did you keep the kids at, you know, at school at lunch, you know, captivated by telling a story? Did you make up stuff? You know how kids do that. They have, they have this great imaginary or imaginative brain. Mm -hmm. And, and some people, um, oppress that and some people bring it out, teachers, parents or whatever. So my question is to you, where did this come from? Have you always had that gift? I think, like, just remembering back to when I was younger, when I was little, like elementary school and stuff, you know, back way back then, we didn't go to the malls or, you know, out hanging out with the friends or whatever. We just had to get out in the yard and play mm-hmm. all day. And so I would just sit around and just make up stories to myself. Yeah. And just kind of talk to myself about it, you know, and just get out and, you know, go in and sit in the flower patch and just think about. Thumbelina right. <laughs> kind of thing. So I think I've always had that part in me, but I never cultivated it right until now. Well, so, well, until think, you were actually, well, you were yeah, younger. Exactly. But, but, but when you became like, I would say, like a, a grown up, a, a woman, mm-hmm. then you started really cultivating it then. Because remember, you started 30 right. years ago. Mm-hmm. But now, so a lot of kids, um, you know, don't have that kind of imaginary. Now, I had an imaginary friend because mm-hmm. I used to play Monopoly by myself because I was weird. But that's okay. That's another story. But now you actually are just very creative in that way. So... Mm-hmm. Um, does your, uh, kids have that kind of, you know, that kind of creativity? They don't. They think I'm weird. Ah, You know what? Most (laughs) artists are different, aren't they? Yes. 
Oh, well, you say weird very loosely. Like they but, say, uh, yeah. Mom, you're just weird. You know, Mom, you're just weird. I love it, though. Mm-hmm. You know, because you have to appreciate their honesty. Right. You know, I think that most creative people that are artists, like you could be painters, dancers, writers, um, you know, movies, whatever, directors, any kind of, any creative people like that are not going to be your total norm. Have you noticed that? Yeah. They're, they're a little bit different, not necessarily weird, but they are different because their creative side of their brain leads them to a different direction mm-hmm. that may not be what other people are doing, you know, like the norm, you know, mm-hmm. but there's a lot of creative people out there and you're one of them. Well, thank you. I love it. And, and I'm really excited about, you know, the books coming out. So now I know that this is a series yes. and it's like a uh, cowboy and cowgirl kind of love story, right? Right. It's and, based in 1867. Wow. Now, where did you come up with that number? Like, why pick that year? Um, well, because this book was going to only be one book. Mm-hmm. Because I said, okay, I only just accomplish something and get this done. But um, anybody that writes would tell you that you're, it's like they just come, your characters just come alive. Right. And they're like literally write the story itself. Mm-hmm. And so when I started uh, developing my characters, and I'm thought, oh my gosh, this character, okay, I need to write a book for him. And then here comes another, like a character, and like, no, you got to wait to book three kind of thing. So it just kind of, it just takes a life of its own. Yeah. And so now I find myself constantly talking to myself. Like when I drive home from work in the car, I'm just talking, you know, okay, this is what I'm going to write next. And this right. is going to be the next scene. But then the character is like, oh, no, you're not. I'm going to say this. Yeah. You know. So, you know, it's almost like as if you're thinking in third person or something. Yeah, I can see it vividly in my mind. Yeah. Like, you know, and that's, well, that's mm-hmm. creative. Yes. And, and that's smart. Yeah. So to answer that question, the character that's going to be in book two mm-hmm. is, you know, I kind of start their storylines kind of intertwine them in the book. Mm-hmm. So the character for number two, he is... um he had just come home from the Civil War. so Now, this is Lucas. This is Lucas, and his brother Lincoln is going to be book two. Oh, Lincoln. So when I started okay. writing this book, and then I'm like, okay, if this is Lincoln, then I have to have my time frame right. So we're going to start in 1867. Now, we're not going to be going to the President Lincoln, right? No. no. Okay, so we're no. not going to do all that. No. We're not, we're not going to say that this is how it all got started no. with him. And he's on a penny, right? No. No, okay. Because I was not like, not that uh, Lincoln. Okay. I was just fixing to say, now I hope you're not going to name a, the third no. book. Like the, the, the lady Lincoln's love is named no. Penny. And then all of a sudden, you know, <laughs> no. she gets a coin named after her. Okay. Absolutely so, not. Well, no, but I'm, you know, the funny thing is that you described Rebecca, but mm-hmm. you put a, on the cover this strapping, good looking cowboy, right? Mm-hmm. Of course, that always is going to sell. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, who doesn't like right. that? But it could have been a beautiful woman as well. Right. Right. But that whenever, was an option. That was an option. But the funny thing is, is that um, I, whenever I was, you know, doing research on the book and then started reading it and stuff, I was sitting there going, "How am I going to visual? Because now I've got a visual of him, Lucas, mm-hmm. but I don't have a visual of Rebecca." But you did describe her. You will have a vision of her through Lincoln. I mean, through Lucas's eyes. Okay. Because for Lucas, it's love at first sight. Okay. So she's described all in there. Mm-hmm. Okay. But the funny thing is, is that whenever I was sitting there thinking in the, the beginning of the book, I was sitting there going, well, maybe she, 
the writer wants us to have our who we think mm-hmm. she might look like and our own self. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to say I'm going to put myself in there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm not going to be dressed as Rebecca, but I'm just saying I'm thinking that this is um, such a phenomenal cover. Thank you. It I really did design is. that myself. I know. I mean, I just think this is absolutely wonderful. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, this is great. So, um, I love it. Well, I thank love you, all because of it. This was, um, so I designed six covers mm-hmm. for the books. Well, six, nine. Nine covers. Uh, because I love doing my own design. And so, I do have, do have covers with the ladies on them. Okay. And then I had the first original cover was done in silhouette. So, I had a contest in my Facebook group. And I put all the covers and said, which one do y'all like? Right. And they all picked Lucas. <sighs> figures. <laughs> yeah, but with, with all these women. Yes, of course. <laughs> figures. Okay. But everybody likes the cowboy on there. Yes. But, you know, the, I'm, I'm thinking now, this is not like a Harlequin. No. No. Because that's a little bit kind of gritty. Mm-hmm. Right. But um, my mother used to read those. And I started out on those. <laughs> really? I mean, mm-hmm. my mom used to read those Harlequins, and I was like, she was like, oh, let's go to the store, and uh, she'll pick out two or three of those little mm-hmm. books, and then be laying everywhere, and it's like, the lady is like, you know, a beautiful girl, and he's a dashing guy, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, but this right here kind of offers what I would say is a real interpretation of a man. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And not one of those guys from like on the cover of like gone with the wind ish right. you know look mm-hmm. this right here is like an everyday kind of guy that anybody can you know identify with yes and i think that's very important when you're trying to, when you, it's important to me whenever you're trying to read a book and you want to be able to identify with the character now now it goes to say i'm not going to be lucas dressed like lucas even <laughs> though this would be a great can you imagine me in this as a halloween costume you look dashing and do you think get a with a cowboy you, hat. Yes, but he's got a rope on his arm. It just looks heavy. It's I don't know for if I... the horse. Well, I, I know. I, <laughs> I, I understand it's for the horse. Well, he's but, going to need that rope. Believe me. He's oh, going to need that rope. Oh, are we getting... See, I haven't Do got I need to that to give chapter. you a spoiler? No. <laughs> don't spoil it, because now I'm... Oh, my gosh. I'm going to lay in bed tonight. I'm going to get to that chapter. So I got to read about... What's it called? You know, chapter five, rope? Um, No. No, okay. The chapters aren't titled, so... Oh, okay. Oh, well, I love that. Chapter one, chapter two, chapter three. Yes. Oh, I see. Yeah, because I'm thinking, like, some uh, writers put a title for Mm -hmm. uh, the chapter and they think that that's important to them now i know books that don't have that Mm -hmm. as well but um most people do put a why do you think they title the chapters well i think because they want you to know what's what's coming or what that is going to relate to Mm -hmm. but my writing style is i don't i don't put a lot of huge detail like when i describe the town i don't describe this building has yellow shutters or whatever i'm just like here's a town there's a bank there's a hotel i leave a lot for imagination i love that so you can imagine what that town looks like you can imagine this you know lucas's attitude or um you know my other characters Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know like i want you to use your imagination and you know make it what you know what pleases you yeah you know what makes you happy Mm -hmm. yeah 
I love that mm-hmm. because if if you give so much, I know some books, and I've read some books oh, in the past. Yes. They're so detailed, mm-hmm. and you're like, "Well, this doesn't give me any kind I just of flip through it." Like, yeah, it's to the good part. Exactly, yes. it's kind of like you know you you already know that the you know that the the road is icy, and you know mm-hmm. they get very descriptive. Which I think if you're doing like a, a screenplay, yes. Now you know you know about that. Mm-hmm. So if you're writing a screenplay, you must get very descriptive because from a screenplay, correct me if I'm wrong, but from a screenplay is how they make a movie, right? right. Mm-hmm. When, whenever they start to actually write the movie and get the whole thing in there. So whoever writes the screenplay is going to have to be very descriptive. It's a dark, shadowy night and the mm-hmm. fog is misty, you know, whatever. But um, when you're writing a book, you don't necessarily have to do that because you want the reader to be creative right and Mm -hmm. you know have an imagination Mm -hmm. right to do all that i love you thank you i mean this is wonderful i think it's absolutely Mm -hmm. great you know this is you know this is great because i mean i've talked to other um writers on the show before in the past and they have their own writing style and stuff and Mm -hmm. a lot of i think it just depends on the person everybody's different Mm -hmm. so what whenever you've read books before whenever you were writing this book and you've already started writing all the other books. Mm-hmm. Your writing style, was it just how you always did it? Or did you actually read other books and then just say, this is what I do want to do and take from it? Or this is what I don't want to take from it? And then kind of put your book together. Well, when I start a book, I just, you know, I get a notebook. And I do a lot of handwriting. So I'll get a notebook first and I'll just, I'll just write. I, I don't think about it. I just like just whatever comes out. Mm-hmm. I just write, and then like I would just put it aside for maybe a day or two, and I I will read. I'm like, okay, what am I going to read today? Um, so, and I love historical romances. I love, oh my gosh, I love Highlanders. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and I would just read, and it's not my same. Sometimes I'll read outside my genre just to give me a broader idea of maybe what other people like right because i'm yeah i'm writing my book for me but i'm also writing it for my readers Mm -hmm. and i just want to make sure i'm i'm not putting it in a cage so to speak right that i can just broaden that a little bit yeah yeah well that's so well that's interesting so you Mm -hmm. are kind of sort of like doing some research Mm -hmm. but then you're trying to also incorporate it into your own writing style to where Mm -hmm. you know what you like to read and how you want to read it so you Mm -hmm. want your readers to do the same yeah because sometimes i'll read a book and then like when i'm reading and i'm like wait a minute that hero said that and she, why did she go and do that? I, and then when I write uh, my characters, I'm like, I'm not going to make them do that. Right. You don't want to make them, yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. And it makes it more interesting, mm-hmm. you know? So I guess everybody has to do research some kind of some way. Some kind of right? way, yes. Well, what's very important to me right now in our climate of uh, society is a lot of women's issues. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I know that your um, these books right here. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, is kind of dealing with women's issues in a in a sort of a way, like you're trying to encapsulate how Rebecca feels right. and how she's trying to overcome things of her past. Right. So what made you want to write on such a level? Because honestly, when you when you get to that kind of um, uh, thought process mm-hmm. and bringing up such a, um, a, a real serious 
topic. Mm-hmm. What made you wanted to incorporate in this entertainment book, but also have a message behind it? What was your inspiration? Um, well, I I love the idea of helping people, and like this is one platform that I can use to get send someone a positive message. So um, yes, you know I say it's a faith based book, um, and I take one scripture. And I kind of base parts of the book on that. So like for Rebecca in the book, she um, has gone through a terrible tragedy. And so she she's broken. She's lost her faith. Uh, she has a lot of fear. And she has to learn how to uh, overcome. overcome that. And so that's where Lucas comes in because he, you know, he's the one who held the family together when it was all falling apart. And he's the youngest. So, you know, while his brothers were off to war, he had to stay home and take care of things. So uh, he kind of becomes the rock of the family, so to speak. Mm -hmm. So uh, he kind of helps guide her in that way by, you know, faith and love and how to overcome those those things. So I think it's important. Well, it's important for me to have a positive message Mm -hmm. in my book. And, yeah, you know, it's I made up the characters and I made up the story. But the message is true. Right. That you can overcome anything with, you know, enough faith and love. Mm -hmm. And even if you don't have it yourself, you know, somebody is going to cross your path that's going to have plenty for you. Right. And help you. Uh, along that way right yeah. and kind of guide you into a to a place where you can be feeling safe yes and um and also you know uh maybe inspire other people to Correct. you know mm-hmm. be helped right mm-hmm. yes. so well this is a very you know very important topic and it's very important to have this kind of knowledge in there and i credit you for that Thank i think you. that's absolutely yes. wonderful because a lot of people don't do it on entertainment basis they feel like their their book won't sell or their mm-hmm. movie won't be watched or the song won't be heard whatever their artist is, you know whatever right. they do in their artistry but you having that um like you said the platform to incorporate um, self-help mm-hmm. and encouraging people to, you know, follow that kind of path and to, you know, do the the good stuff in their life to right. overcome a positive message. Yeah, yes. a positive mm-hmm. message. And I think that's wonderful. So um, so what I'm what I'm wondering, you said now that you've already had all the other books done or you're still working on some of them, but, you know, the third one. Right. OK. In this series. But you already got the second one done and it comes out in March. March. OK. So whenever you're doing this and you're trying to put it out there with your publisher and all this, whenever it goes there and does it, um, so do you pick the day and time or they, they pick the particular time? When How's that work? I pick it because I'm my publisher. What? Yes. Oh, okay. I'm my own publisher. So you're your own pu- That's why you were telling me that you were thinking about um, having like writing classes, like yes. trying to help people become writers because you think – and, and I, which I agree with you, you think that more people need to be creative with their mind, yes. get away from the Internet, get away from the TV, get away from everything and sort of kind of um, uh, what disconnect with the real world for a little bit and kind of get creative. You are trying to teach people mm-hmm. how to be and nurture yes. artists. Right. I think that's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've had several people come up to me and says, well, I thought about writing a book or I wrote a book and I don't know what to do with it. I don't know where to start. 
Well, I didn't know where to start either. Mm-hmm. Well, I, d- I did. I picked up the phone and I called a publisher and I'm like, here's my spill. Yeah. And then they're like, okay, send us $5,000. And I'm like, oh, sorry. Yeah. So, you so know, what you did there was is a that- roadblock and I figured out how to get past it. Right. Yes. Okay. Well, that is going to have to be for part two. Yes. Because I'm loving the fact that um, you uh, really want to help people and nurture people's, you know, creativity. Right. Is that the mother in you? Could be. A little bit of the mother in you, Could a little be. bit of the, yeah. you know, the artist in you. Because right. a lot of people do want people to be creative. Mm-hmm. We do, do you feel like that they, um, that, you know, kids don't really have like this, you know, generations that in the last maybe 20 years don't really have that kind of creativity anymore, like in school and things like that, because everything's gotten so, you know, technology, technology. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I think, um, I mean, it's not the same as it was 10 years ago or 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. You know, everything is coming to a, an age of technology where, you know, robots do everything for you. Like you don't even have to let. I was looking on the internet the, uh, the other day, and there's these AI things yeah. that can write for you. And I was like, I'm going to write of it myself. Wild? Yes. Wow. Okay, so when do you think you might get all that kind of kick-started? You know? um, actually, I'm going to – I finished book two. So this week I will be uh, editing that mm-hmm. and proofing it. And so as I'm doing it, I'm going to be recording everything so I can kind of put everything in a class. So, like, here's step one, you yeah. know, go all the okay. way to step whatever. That's interesting. Yeah, so, so it's going to come hopefully by the summer. Oh, wow. Yeah. So are you going to be, I mean, are you just going to be doing this just because? Or are you going to be actually, you know, doing it for, like, classes where they can, you know, sign up and get it going, and then you're going to do all that? Or you're just, you know, how, how are you going to? No, it'll be classes where they can sign up. So mm-hmm. uh, I will do some lives, okay. and then I will have some videos. Okay. So that would be easier. Like I know when I'm learning and I'm I'm watching a video to learn, I like to like okay take my notes, but I want to be able to stop that and rewind it, right? Kind of thing. So a lot a lot of be uh, recorded, and then I'll do some lives that I'll also record while we do it live. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So I can interact with people. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. That's wonderful. Yeah. A lot of people don't take the time to do that anymore. Yeah. They don't want to help other I people. I love it. I love to teach. Yeah. And it's funny. I'm not a teacher, but I love to teach. Mm-hmm. Well, mo- like I said, but you what know. what I want to teach. Well, yes. That's the fun stuff. <laughs> Nobody wants to teach algebra. No. You know no what way. I mean? I don't know anybody that's like, all right, algebra, I'm going to sign this up forever. <laughs> you know? I mean, if they are, then maybe they're the ones that's weird. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, well, I know people who are just brainiacs and they love math, but... This right here is wonderful. I absolutely love it. Now, I wanted to, um, you know, touch on, you said that you want to be doing a different genres of books. Mm-hmm. So this right here is the the kind of like the 1800s Western mm-hmm. romance, you know, whatever. But you also want to touch on children's books. Yes, I have a children's book done and uh, I just got to get it illustrated, but I have a plan for that that... I'm not going to go into now because it's just another whole segment right there. Whole another thing. But uh, it'll be children's book, and it will be it will deal with uh, fear, Mm -hmm. and you know because a lot of children go to fear and they don't even know what to do. Well, I'm afraid. What do I do? So it's going to be faith based on scripture on you know what God tells us about fear or not to fear, Mm -hmm. and you know and hopefully help parents to. 
uh, help their children with that. Yeah, kind of guide them in a yes. way that they can help themselves. Yes. And, uh, and maybe even help others. Yes. So you're, so the children's books. Now, is everything that you're going to be writing going to, which is not a bad thing, but it's all going to be faith based or no. you're just going to be doing no. different? No? no, it's going to be different. So I don't like to put myself in a box and say, I'm only going to do this because I love a lot of different things and I'm a big sci fi fan. Mm-hmm. And my book actually was going to be about dragons. Okay. <laughs> so I have a, a trilogy of uh, sci fi coming that's going to deal with dragons and so i started that many years ago and i was initially going to do that but you know things have a way of working themselves out so here we have a love like that first yes Yes. and and, you know what the dragon ones is going to be very interesting yes that's going to be good dragons in space dragons in space so i guess you if you wanted to you can incorporate I might you know. put some Vikings in there too because I love Vikings. Okay, so dragons, Vikings in space. In space. Yes. That's interesting. So I'm okay. Your brain is <laughs> I'm so telling you, incredible. It doesn't, stop. it doesn't stop. I know, and apparently this is very creative, and it's going to be so incredible because mm-hmm. I'm trying to think like dragons and Vikings Wait in space. You see those covers. Oh wow! Okay. <laughs> So well, that's going to be interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be I'm, well. I'm excited already. Thank so you. this is going to yes. be fun. So, um, yeah, I guess you could make anything faith based. I mean, I don't yeah, know how. Could. I mean, I don't know how you would do that with a dragon and a Viking in outer space. But I guess if you're close <laughs> you to could. a star, yeah, I mean, you'd be like, God you is know, infinite. It, exactly. Yeah. So, um, no, that's wonderful. Yeah. I, I and, and I love that you are creative in so many different genres mm-hmm. and are interested in you know bringing uh, enlightening people with reading mm-hmm. and. Um, and you know they say reading is fundamental. It is. I love it. Yeah. yeah. So and this is great. So have you already? Have you always read different types of books? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, I don't. I don't read horror movies or anything with a vampire in it. Right. I don't want to offend anybody, but no. I don't want no vampires. No, I know. I mean, yeah, there's so much of that out yeah. there already, mm-hmm. you know? So it's kind of like, okay, we got the whole thing, yeah. you know, dressed in a in a tugs with some fangs. Yeah. Great. Okay, good. But this right here kind of brings down, like with, um, with a, a love like that, you know, mm-hmm. it's actually kind of makes you feel like you are this character. Because anybody mm-hmm. can identify with that. I cannot, right. I cannot identify with a vampire. I don't no. know. I just can't. I mean, I, I don't. I don't even like. I don't. I don't like raw meat. So, I mean, I have to have all my stuff like cooked, over, cooked and overly done. So, there's no way I'd ever be a vampire. I would be like, um, I'd die because I'd right. starve. So, I'll be like, oh no, I can't. Mm-mm. You got to cook this one. But so, but a love like that, you know, mm-hmm. anybody can kind of get into that hopefully can relate to it well absolutely well rebecca sounds wonderful yeah and we know lucas is uh you know a little she does come into her own so well i'll give you a spoiler there of course they always have to end good well do they yes they do of course they do well don't we uh, you know all my books are gonna end good Okay. Well, I'm just thinking. There is what a I, cliffhanger in there. Though. Is there? Yes. See, that's what I'm thinking. So, I mean, well, is that an end? That's not ending good. If there's a cliffhanger, of course it is. Really? It's like, and then he's at the top of the mountain, and him and the horse are standing there, and there's, you know, uh, people behind him trying to kill him, <laughs> so he can get to Rebecca. And he's on a cliff. That's the cliffhanger. But see, it's not the cliff, but that's, and not, that's ending. not what he needs the rope for. <laughs> Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know. <laughs> if I, I'm right now looking at the cover and it's a great cover. And if I'm Thank carrying you. around this, if 
I'm carrying around this heavy rope, I'm going to be too tired to do anything else with it. I don't care what it's for. I'll be like, oh, my God, and my arm is hurting, and I'm tired. So, anyway, but, uh, no, this is wonderful. <laughs> Thank you. It really is. But I did fall in love with that cover. I really did. I know. When I'm yes. looking at him, I'm like, you know, he's layered. Mm-hmm. You know, he's got uh, tons of layers on. He's going to keep warm mm-hmm. out there on the ranch. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's got a rope, and he's got a great cowboy hat. And uh, so I'm loving it. Thank you. You know, yeah. I, you know, I once had a cowboy hat. In fact, you see this one up here. Oh yeah, this you one do. was this one was actually gifted to me from a listener, and oh, I and okay. I absolutely love it. It's supposed to be the one like from Walking Dead. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. You know, whatever. So, um, but I've tried it on. I think I actually kind of look cute in it, but I just cannot pass off the whole cowboy look. You know? I think you could. See, you, Is it you because have to of be the beard? positive. Oh, okay. <laughs> no. No, I totally get what you're saying. No, you're right. I need to be positive. But, you know, I look better like, you know, in other hats, you know, mm-hmm. like a fedora or something, mm-hmm. you know? And uh, and and leave the cowboy uh, the cowboy hats for the cowboy, you know what I mean? I mean he looks great, but mm-hmm. if I grew my beard that long, it would be very itchy. It's not long. It's, it's not perfect. No, it's I mean the perf- it's sort it's of perfect. Well, I mean you're right. It's not like it's ZZ Top or anything, right. but it's like, but it's still long enough that you know I could see myself rolling over and you know itch of scratch a scratch and itch you know but anyway i love it and i'm so Thank glad you, you were on here it, and yes. then i also know too that um you were interesting one more thing um you were interested in having your own podcast yes okay. i've been thinking about that for years yeah and it's just one of those things like i say i got so many things going on in my mind mm-hmm. and like i want to do everything at once so i kind of had to dial myself back and like really control myself. I think yeah, but I think it's coming. Like it's one of the next steps. So, right. Yeah. Well, you know, hey, I'll help you with that, Thank and you, you help yes. me with a book. I would be happy to think, help you with a book. I would love yes. it. Can I be on your publishing thing? You can. can. I? Yes. Well, I'd be can your first under my Sky Raven Press. Oh my gosh! See, that's going to be so much fun. Now, right. look, I don't know what my book would be about. <laughs> it's usually about me, me, me. You know what I'm saying? Well, that's so, not a bad thing. So don't even worry about even naming it right now. Well, no, I wouldn't name it right it would now. Name itself. Yeah, it's going to be called crazy. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> if I talk about myself, it's going to be like, oh my gosh. So I was thinking about writing like a self help book mm-hmm. where I'm uh, telling my story. You know, mm-hmm. of uh, trials and tribulations, yes. and then yet kind of putting together where um, how I've overcome those obstacles. But is there enough of that out there, you think? Or there's not enough of that out there. So, really, you know, because you, you have your own voice. Mm-hmm. And so to share your life or your struggles with people, and then, you know, that they can see that you came through that. Mm-hmm. You know, if one person is changed by that, then you did a good thing. Yeah, I did my job. Right. So don't ever, and I would say to anybody, don't ever uh, sell yourself short mm-hmm. uh, or even think, well, I can't do that or there's too much out of it or nobody's going to read it or nobody's going to like it. Right. So first and foremost, you do it for yourself. 
Right, because it's like right. therapy in a yes, way. Yes, it is. Okay, mm-hmm. so maybe I need to do that. But Get then, pen and notebook. Well, well some people are going to be like, oh, I don't want to read this guy's life story. He's cuckoo. And, but somebody will. But somebody might. I might be able to change that one person's yes. point of view mm-hmm. or their thought process or maybe help them out in some kind of way. Well, that's what yes. I've always said about the podcast. Mm-hmm. If I'm reaching one person with with any of these topics, if they're fun and crazy or if they're informative and serious, if I'm changing one person, you know, and helping them in some sort of way, then mm. I've done my job. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. So this is like a God wink as well. Yes, of course. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I tell you what, you are, Wendy, thank you for coming on the thank show. Thank you for having me on the show. I would, yes. I've been waiting and, you know, I love to talk to creative artists, you know, and creative people and uh, kind of pick their brain a little bit, you know, because mm-hmm. everybody has a voice and everybody mm-hmm. has creativity and how it how it comes out is yes. always what's so unique. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes, of course. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much. And I want everybody out there, please go to Amazon right now. It's Elizabeth D. Casey. And uh, in the book is called A Love Like That. Now, if you see a strapping cowboy on the front with a with a heavy rope, um, then you that's know, Lucas. That's Lucas. Get him. And not and now look, the the rope is not heavy for Lucas. It's just going to be heavy for me. Just saying. But um, now because he's a strapping cowboy, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm not. So, but anyway, um, so thank you so much for being on the show. Um, I want everybody to get out there and buy this book. It's absolutely wonderful and it's entertaining and it's, Mm -hmm. you know, it's great. And I just want to read a little thing. It says, God gave him an angel. Can his love and faith heal her broken heart? You know, I see that on a commercial for like a made for TV Hallmark movie. Wouldn't you love that? That would be wonderful. Wouldn't that be great? Yes. We need to submit. To see it come to life. Yes. I know. We, um, we, we need to get those uh, actors and actresses on there and uh, get them to do it. Now, who would you want if in, in your uh, thing? Before we close the show, if you got to, if, if you was turning this into a, a movie, who would you want to play Lucas and Rebecca? My goodness. I would not even know. Okay. Well, I'd I'm gonna... have to have a lineup of men. <laughs> just bring them in just bring them in just bring that. them in well you're trying to have fun with this one now okay I know. no i know anybody for rebecca you um, wouldn't know either no i wouldn't know because you know it's like okay just bring them in let me see the the guy and the lady together yeah see yeah. how the chemistry is mm-hmm. well you know i'm always a ryan reynolds fan yeah could he play a, a guy in a cowboy hat you know, I, I mean, I guess he could. He could, but I would make him. Um, he would have to be maybe Dr. Daniels. Oh, that's in the book? Gavin Daniels, yes. Gavin Daniels. Okay, see? He, yeah. There we go. Another that, character. two Dr. Daniels, though. Oh, okay. Well, don't tell me anymore because I ain't got there yet. <laughs> I know, right? Okay, so I'm going to picture <laughs> see, Ryan Reynolds when up. I get to Dr. Daniels. This is great for a book club, so you got to hurry up and read the book so oh my God. I can talk about it. What a wonderful... Maybe we should start a book club. Hey. Can we do it? Of course. What are we going to call it? Like, uh, Lizbeth... Uh, Miss Casey's book club or uh, Wendy's book club. Get it while it's hot book club. (laughs) Get it while it's hot. Well, I don't know. That might be a little bit (laughs) risque. Get get these good looking men. Yeah. So I'm thinking, um, yeah, maybe we need to. 
Maybe we should start a book club. I don't know. Listeners out there, if y'all want to start a book club, let me know. And then, uh, but y'all need to pick up this book. You're going to love it. Amazon, a love like that. Lisbeth D. Casey. Wendy, thank you so much. I I, I feel like I'm talking to two different people. Right. You're probably talking to three or four different people right now. Because that's how my brain. Well, that is. (laughs) Multiple personalities. (laughs) Okay. Well, that's a different show (laughs) Right. right there. But I love it because I was kind of talking third person. Like, if mm-hmm. I'm talking to my spouse, I'm going like, well, Patrick feels this right now. And they're like, um, okay, that's weird. Because <laughs> right. I will sit there and talk in third person when I'm very serious or mm-hmm. angry. Yeah. Do normal people do that? Well, well, my mom always says, what'd you say? I'm like, I'm just talking to myself. Okay. <laughs> well, see, now, I have been known to be shopping, like, you know, at a store or whatever. And then I will actually say something out loud of a thought. Because I'm grocery shopping or whatever. And then I usually, sometimes in my head, I think I'm answering myself. But I think one or tw- once or twice, I might have answered myself out loud. And then, then I feel kind of weird because I'm trying to pick out what hot chocolate I want. And then some ladies right behind me and I'll turn around and get startled. And I go, I'm sorry, I do answer myself. It's okay. I talk to myself. And usually they laugh and go, I do too, you know. So I'm always making friends somewhere. Mm-hmm. But that's just the, um, well, what did your kids say? Weirdness. Weird. The weirdness yes. in me. But that's mm-hmm. actually the creative genius behind right. our minds, mm-hmm. right? Yes. <laughs> I'm going to end with that. I think we're creative geniuses. That's right. Well, thank you. Um, Thank you. With your two personalities, Wendy and Lisbeth. Thank you so much, Wendy, for being here. I absolutely love it. And I love your pen name, by the way. Thank you. So, so um, formal and Mm -hmm. and nice. Elegant. I think it's elegant. Well, I don't want to call myself if I was going (laughs) to pin my thing. I wouldn't want to call myself, you know, Patrick. I think I'd want a pen name. Yeah. And you could do that. Totally do that. Yeah. Um, well, I'm, I don't know what I'd call it. That's be another fun. thing. Yeah, it would be. I'd have mm-hmm. to be creative on that. You know, you know, I'm going to we'll get off here. We'll have to do some research and like, well, now pick look, some good names for you. When we get off of here, I want you. I mean, we're going to start doing writing 101. Yes, I want to help you with the podcast, and you help me with the writing. Correct. Deal. Yes. Deal. Okay, everybody, yes, you deal. hear you heard it here first. <laughs> so, thank you, Wendy, for being on the show. Thank You're you, lovely, Patrick. and I hope this is not the last time you come on because, no. um, besides the books. I would right. like to pick your brain, you know, about other stuff. Better be careful, though. <laughs> Whoa. See, now that's a challenge. Right. I love it. Well, thank you, everybody. Thank you. thank you, everyone, for listening to The Patrick Tremont Show. And you can catch me on all podcast platforms and also hit me up on any of the socials. Thank you so much for listening to it, and I'll see you next time. That was The Patrick Tremont Show.